0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind
1: Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind.
2: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We're absolutely getting it done. Are you a guy that's absolutely putting together some big, big games? I'll tell you right now. We've got things happening. In The first and foremost, Antonio Brown, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rehab is going well, according to head coach Mike Tomlin. He says oh, it's going very well, and he said Brown would be questionable if the Steelers had to play this weekend. Luckily for them, they do not. Brown will also be questionable for the divisional round, but there's a good shot. He is ready to go. The New York Jets GM Mike McKagan is open to bringing back independent free agent QB Josh McCown. He should be after McCown unexpectedly led the team to Five wins with even more unexpectedly starts in 13 games. Still, McCown is set to turn 39 in July. The uh, are not any close to finding a quarterback. But I'll tell you what, if they go out and could find a G, uh, free agent quarterback, it makes sense to use Josh McCown as a backup. And I think that he'd stay on backup money because I don't think he's going to get a starting job despite how well he played out there. LaShawn McCoy. Of course, injured in that game on Sunday. Has a playoff matchup with the Jacksonville Jaguars. LaShawn McCoy, according to Adam Schefter, reports, will be a game-time decision for the wild-card matchup with the Jaguars. Easily the most important part of the Buffalo offense. The Bills will have a good time advancing. Um, if he's not in the lineup, that'll be very, very tough. So I'll be a little crazy. How about this one? Sam Bradford returned to practice Tuesday. It's not a surprise. My, Coach Mike Zimmer said it would happen last week. The practice opens up a 21-day window for the Vikings to activate Brown. I mean Bradford from the injured reserve. Case Keenum, can we finally say he's the man? And Calvin Johnson puts to rest. Writing for the Players' Tribune, Calvin Johnson said he's not coming back. There were rumors about Johnson returning at the trade deadline, but the former Lion was unambiguous about his football future. And in a good read, you can get the link uh, at the Players' Tribune, and he's only 32, but says he's happy in retirement. Lions GM expects to add a running back. I think our running backs didn't perform as good as everyone thought. Will we add someone? Probably to that room. Absolutely. Absolutely. Quinn said there will be a turnover at every position, but it seems clear the Lions need a talent infusion at running back, especially with Amir Abdullah's future in Detroit. Murky at best, heading into the final year of his contract. Uh, Terrell Suggs not ready to hang it up, said he wants to play for a few more years. He turned 35 in October, but showed no signs of slowing down, recording 11 sacks and playing solid against the run. He's only owed $4 million base salary. The Ravens will also be happy to have Suggs return this year. A bargain from a veteran and a Texans coach Bill O'Brien said Deshaun Watson is ahead of schedule from his recovery from a torn ACL. Watson suffered the injury in November. O'Brien added there's a chance Watson gets some extra work during OTAs but it's more likely the Texans are exceedingly conscious with their franchise quarterback at worst. It looks like he's on track for training camp. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We'll be back with more after this. Get ready. We'll come up and talk some John Gruden next. You want to be here Don't be square right here on The Rewind. Like a little puppy, because the Lineup Luck Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com, is now doing the NBA six to seven p.m. Eastern. Don't be sad; I got Scooby snacks for you. That's right, DFS today, brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. You get DFS information every day: fantasy football, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Subscribe to DFS today, brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes.
5: Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32.
2: Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. back fantasy football rewind on the fantasy sports radio network my name is tony cicada we are here absolutely getting it done and we're wrecking and rolling and making sure you got everything you need i'll tell you right now john gruden to the raiders is it a good thing here is the guys from the roto experts
6: hello youtube youtube what's up people Welcome inside
3: Studio 34.
6: I can't hear you, Greg Sussman.
3: I'm Greg Sussman. There you go. This is Corey Parson. Uh, This is Matt Modica.
6: This is awkward right now. This is
3: very awkward. This is awkward. We're
6: on YouTube. We're on TV. And we haven't been here since Sunday. Uh, Obviously, yesterday, New Year's Day. Everything shut down. I hope you enjoyed our programming on New Year's Day if you were listening. It was good stuff. Yes. But uh I think we have just uh realized that our buddy, our friend, our pal, our mascot, the guy that's been with us, the real MVP of Studio Thirty Four. Uh, I do believe that Ted Finn Junior has has swam his last <sighs> swam. His well swam his last swim. Uh it looks like Ted Finn did make the season. You he had did. week seventeen in the pole. I mean in your in your pool. Um uh, Ted Finn, you 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 a winner, but I think that we have come to the end of the Ted Finn era in Studio Thirty Four.
7: I think maybe she and Tyler Boyd make that catch. And- Shocked him, sent him Shocked
6: in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> sent him in the shock.
3: He survived so much green water.
6: Yeah, yes he did. <laughs> he to the bitter end. He swam around in the
3: swamp. I walked in here like this boat looks so nice today. Dude. Yeah, it did look it nice, looks clean and happy. and... Ted's just not.
7: Well, well, we'll have a funeral for a
3: friend. I will spill some caramel uh, macchiato
7: yes. on my cigarette. Pour drink. out a
6: little liquor for Ted Finn at some point today.
7: We yeah. love you, Jen. It is a shame. We loved you. But he, is, like you said, he's, he did make it through the season.
6: He did make it through the season. Strong fish. Strong fish. I mean, if you saw that <laughs> water somewhere, it <laughs> looked like you. I,
7: I think you have a tough task next segment, breaking this news to Scott.
6: Oh, God. You've got <laughs> <No>. mail. <mayo. laughs> that is going to be very scary. <laughs> i just tell him to check the link of the video. <laughs> <laughs> that is very Scott's going to be hurt by, I, I, by this. I, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the frenzy today. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Somebody. Right. We have to call somebody. We're going to have to. Ted. We'll, we'll we have to remove Ted, too. Yeah, that's a non-no job. Florio! <laughs> Florio asked for the fish. And I didn't even. They, yeah, so. We have come, dearly beloved, we like to, we are gathered here today uh, for the services of one Mr. Ted Finn Jr. Ted Finn was a fine beta fish. He came inside Studio 34. He he came into our hearts. Uh, Finn came in here in the summertime. Florio asked for him. It was always tough for Ted Finn around, you know, us people that don't really know how to take care of animals, but... Finn hung in there and and Finn fought and every time we looked up Ted Finn was swimming around it was days we overfed him it was days we didn't feed him it was days (laughs) where the water looked murky but Ted Finn still floated through so this is a very touching and sad moment as we come towards the end of the fantasy football season and the end of the NFL season we have also seen the era of Ted Finn Jr. come to an end I would like to take this moment to uh, give special condolences to Mrs. Finn Jr., <laughs> Grandma Finn, <laughs> the whole Ted Finn family. Freddie Finn. Yes, Freddie Finn. Um, there's going to be an endowment set up in Ted Finn Jr.'s name. I know if many of you have never been inside Studio 34, but how could you miss Ted Finn doing the commercials, all our YouTubers checking on Ted Finn? But it just got too much for Ted Finn to handle, and he's in a better place now. He's in a better place now. All hail... Rest in peace, Ted Finn Jr. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly well indeed. Well said.
7: I'll say this. He was not just any Bader. He no. He was a master Bader. Yes, he was. <laughs> well said.
3: I hope Ted Ginn Jr. goes out and plays like a champion yes. this weekend. I, no, yeah, no doubt. You're right. We'll root for Ted Ginn. Ted, will miss you, buddy. We all need armbands. We'll yes. miss you.
6: We need to get something in here to remember <sighs> to memorialize Ted Finn.
3: Probably some alcohol for Corey.
6: That's more than likely.
3: <laughs> and with that, we turn our heads toward Oakland. Jack Del Rio, much like Ted Finn. I'd <laughs> Never had a chance. <laughs> never had a chance. If you had three years or three, years in, three your, years in your Jack Del Rio poll. You win. After the game for Oakland, basically before we met the media, Mark Davis said, bye. And Jack Del Rio had to go to the podium and be like, I, I'm not coaching the Raiders next year. It's, it's over. Yeah. And, and he goes away And every rumor, including coming from ESPN and Adam Schefter, who literally talks to John Gruden every day, says, quote, John Gruden will be the next head coach of the Oakland Raiders. The rumor report is like $10 million a year plus ownership stake. That's the key word. Well, of course it is. (laughs) And it was going to take a lot. I've said this before. Gruden loves hearing his name in rumors. But it was going to take a lot to get him out of the booth. $10 million a year and an ownership stake in the
6: Oakland Raiders and a chance to have to, to run the whole show. I think somewhere along the back end of the season, I mentioned that Jack Del Rio was like Mark Jackson in Golden State. Where in order for the team to advance, I think it had to be another 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 mouth had to come in there and uh, lead the franchise. But listen, looking back at the season, and we talked about this on Sunday on the show we did, uh, Matt. Looking back on the season, the Oakland, this, this is tough for Jack Del Rio because... The, the Marshawn Lynch was a major distraction for this team. Obviously, they had the issues throughout the middle of the season with Derek Carr in the offensive line. They just went in a bad spot this year, the Oakland Raiders. I think another year, I think Del Rio could have gotten this turned around and respectful and maybe gotten this team to the playoffs. But this is a team that came in with Super Bowl aspirations. The quarterback was was being mentioned in MVP talks, and it didn't turn out that way at all. So Del Rio, I think, would have would have survived if the name on the other end was not John Gruden.
7: Yeah, no, uh, Gruden going back to Oakland. And look, Del Rio loves the Raiders. Loves the Raiders. I mean, Hotel T and the whole deal. His press conference, he was, you know, he was pretty much up, for, uh, up front and forward. And, you know, I'm excited to see Gruden come back, I'll be honest with you. I don't think he was all that great in the booth. He just pretty much oh. complimented everybody and, you know, everybody was great. So I think it's a win-win for everybody, him leaving the booth and going back to Oakland and having that opportunity with that team. And, you know, driving the boat. We don't have to watch these uh, cheesy Corona commercials yeah. anymore, hopefully.
6: The thing about it is, what I think is interesting, obviously with this move, the first thing that you point to, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the Winter Classic is being played in here later on today. <laughs> the day. Um, the thing that you look to um, is how does this, this move right here, the most important person in that this is going to affect is Derek Carr. If Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback that we think he is, a leader of a franchise, a guy that can take a team on a deep playoff run, then John Gruden is the guy that has to come in and get this done. The first thing that they have to do is get Derek Carr into a situation where Derek Carr is the leader of this team, where he is a good asset as a quarterback and not a guy that we think is more than a David Carr. That is John Gruen's responsibility to get this young quarterback up and running. And if they can put a piece in the backfield behind him that's not 30-something years old, kind of on a, you know, tour... I think that that would go a long way to helping Derek Carr. So this Oakland team is going to be in place. Today's NFL is a is a, is a different place. John Gruden calling plays in today's NFL can be very exciting and entertaining. So let's see what happens with this, with this Oakland Raider franchise.
3: So there you go. You bring up the point that John Gruden calling plays in today's NFL can be very good and very exciting. Mm-hmm. What makes you say that? John Gruden hasn't coached in the NFL in 10 years. Yeah, John was, Gruden Legitimately
6: 10 years. Still too close to football. He
3: coached, I believe it was like— Six straight years without winning a playoff game. He had many losing seasons in a row in Tampa Bay. Last time he was a head coach, he was not successful. You he has not been successful in like fifteen years as a head coach. You look
6: at John Gruden; what he can do offensively, what he can do with quarterbacks, how he coaches these guys up. I want to see who he. That's hired. his job. Wait, wait, wait That's a his job. What he's done
3: with quarterbacks? Okay, as, as,
6: as a head coach, he had Rich Gannon, who was very, who was very good. MVP, absolutely.
3: MVP, absolutely. Yeah. MVP. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
6: do with Brad Johnson, which is an accomplishment. Did he ever develop a quarterback, ever? No, I did not see a situation where he's developed. Well, what, is, what, what, did, what he do- he did, did he do with those two quarterbacks? would you say he developed Brett Favre?
3: Would I say he developed Brett Favre? No, I would not say he developed Brett Favre. Okay. No. I don't think I don't think that's.
7: I think the most important thing is... Uh, who is he to hire as defensive coordinator?
3: Well, Paul Gunther's the name that you've been handed oh, yeah, I mean, about. That's what. It, that's what. If he doesn't get the Bengals' job himself.
7: Yeah, I mean, but did you hear about Martin, Marvin Lewis? Not Somebody dead yet. Him? Yeah, you know uh, that—that's just crazy. He outlived Ted Finn. Who would have thunk? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see uh, Gruden. I, I think he's a student of the game. Like, like Corey said, he's been so close to football. He's been, wa- you know, he's been involved
6: broadcasting these games. Uh, The quarterback camp, all of that stuff.
7: Listen, I'm buying into it. Yeah, he's going to... Be lured back in by the ownership stake. Make no doubt. Oh,
3: I I, I, understand. I understand that. That was the one thing he couldn't get. Evidently, he was on a plane with Peyton Manning and Jim Irsay last year about taking the Colts job. Ultimately, it did not come to fruition. You heard him bandied about with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He obviously turned that down, which is why Dirk Cutter still has a job. And the ownership stake gets him to go to Oakland for Oakland's final year or two in uh, in the Bay City and then goes over to Las Vegas. So you get the big name, the brand name, oh, John Gruden. I'm just not sure John Gruden's a very good football coach anymore like I, I know we all want to like John Gruden I understand that but here's what I'll say but I, I, I don't going to
7: be stubborn like you know you see these recyclable coaches that's what they, he is they, but I'm saying they come in and do the same crap over and over again I think he's he's a person that's Seen, seen what's going on. Looking to the future, he's more innovative in his way. I, I, that's that's what I'm going.
3: With. I don't, I don't know what you, what we, why we can call him innovative. Like I don't know what he's I mean innovated. I look what he's done. with look
7: what he did with those two quarterbacks we just mentioned. Those were not, you know, by any means, household like, you know, uh, p- pedigree quarterbacks. I mean, sure, Rich Gannon to get an MVP. Yep, win a Super Bowl with Brad Johnson. Sure. So I mean, he's going in there with Derek Carr, who I think is on an NFL level somebody I would want to leave my franchise sure. at, at this age, you know, get the offense right. You have an Amari Cooper
3: there who has not reached his potential. He has to get it right. I mean, he has to be able to get the most out of Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. He has to get the most out of um, Derek Carr, certainly. When you have a guy like Khalil Mack at the linebacker position who's Arguably the best defensive player in the NFL. There was all this talent there. Oakland certainly underachieved with Jack Del Rio. Uh, some coaching changes and decisions he made did not work. Evidently wasn't popular in the locker room when it was all said and done. So now they go over to a uh, to a John Gruden. And, Corey, I do want to ask you this before we hit the break. Why would any African-American candidate interview with Oakland?
6: No, it's, it's, it's no reason to. I'm glad you brought that up. I think this is a different situation right here. But it's gotta be a way to to still do the to, to do it properly. We'll have to talk about that coming up in a little bit. When we return, the king, Scott
3: Angle,
2: Next There you have it. John Gruden's record. I don't know. It seemed like he I I don't know. It seemed like he said that he hadn't won. His last six years. John Gruden is a head coach in Oakland his first year eight and eight. Second year eight and eight, 12 and four, 10 and six, 12 and four. Then in Tampa, seven and nine, five and 11, 11 and five, four and 12, nine and seven, nine and seven. Career mark of 95 and 81, 14 games over 500. Uh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good there for Johnny Gruden. Stay tuned for more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. you're listening to... Fantasy Football Rewinds.
1: never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths. One lie. I was going to be on the real world. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org.
8: <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, <laughs> a hero who plays the oboe. <laughs> <laughs>
6: unlock the secrets of injury analysis Ezekiel Elliott Carl
3: Anthony Towns Corey Seager those are the rookies of the year much like the fantasy sports radio network The fastest-growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes.
6: What's going on, Maria? Let me
1: tell you something. You look excited.
0: I'm so excited. What are you
1: excited for?
0: Uh, lineup
4: lock live, which is our show every Sunday on Fantasy Sports Network Dish television, YouTube, live, and on the Fantasy Radio app.
1: I'm excited to wake up early with you on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern time, all the way to kickoff. Four hours! Absolutely. It's going to be the two of us, Emery Hunt, and a cast of experts.
4: Experts that win fantasy football championships, and they want to help you win, too.
1: So we'll talk sit starts, we'll talk injuries, we'll talk weather, and we will take your calls and questions and help you win your leagues and win that cash.
4: So good, so Fun, so excited. What I can cannot I say? think
1: of doing anything else on a Sunday morning. I don't need eggs, I don't need <laughs> prayer. I just need lineup, <laughs> lock, live 9 a.m. to kick off Easter.
4: Be there.
8: Play on Fantasy Draft, the only daily fantasy site where every head-to-head contest is rake-free, including contests you create. Fantasy Draft also gives you the ability to block up to 25 players from entering your head-to-head contest. With a $1 million prize pool and $200,000 to the winner, Fantasy Draft is running their inaugural NFL Live Final, the Carolina Million. Sign up today at FantasyDraft.com with promo code FNTSY and experience players first for yourself. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy
2: on a level playing field. Does your fantasy football team suck? Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? I can help you out. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sinkata, and one of the things that everybody's talking about in the NFL right now is coaching changes, coaching changes, coaching changes. Here my guys in the Fantasy Football. You got kind
6: words you want to say about the homie Ted Finn Jr. Phone lines open, 844 6879 Rest in peace, Ted Finn. He uh, made it through the season, so there you go right there. So we are in memor- memoriam for Ted Finn Jr. today right here in Studio 34.
7: Black Monday, <laughs> Ted Finn Jr.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in everybody in the YouTube audience. Like I said, we are mourning the loss of Ted Finn today. So we're gonna get that done. If you have any comments, you know we gotta give one. It is a Tuesday, we normally give out a game balls, So before the end of the program, we'll give out a game ball to, to our friend and colleague, Ted Finn Jr. who is no longer with us. Matt Medica, the Oakland Raiders, uh, it looks like they're gonna push forward and make the hire of John Gruden. He's going to come back to the sidelines. Got that fire in his belly going to come back into the coaching reins inside the NFL. At least with all the signs point to, you know, um John Gruden taking this job. First, what do you think about the decision to fire Del Rio? And secondly, what do you think about what do you think they, this team is going to be able to do with John Gruden? I've said in the past, this is like to me, this is like when this is like when the Warriors fired Mark Jackson. This is like, okay, we got to get to the next step. We're not going to do it with this guy.
7: Look, I like Del Rio, but this was a huge, disappointing season. This couldn't happen. They had really high expectations. But you mentioned the fire in the belly for Gruden. Anytime you dangle an ownership percentage to somebody, that's enough. Uh, that would get me fired up, I'll tell you that much. So yeah, I'm excited to see Gruden uh, back in coach, especially in Oakland. He's got some you know nice pieces here. They have one of the best defensive players in the uh, Khalil Mack. In, in Khalil Mack, and you know you get a Roquan Smith and stuff like that. That's ooh. That could that be kid, a, that know, kid was balling. That could be a, a terrible twosome coming at you. All
6: right. So Jake, Mr. Sussman had made the very wise and astute commentary earlier on roto experts that john gruden ain't won nothing in a while you know what i'm saying and john gruden is you know known as his offensive guru this offensive genius really nowadays become more of a television celebrity than the x's and O guys. but we've seen gruden's quarterback cam we've seen him on monday night football i'm sure he still knows the game i would be happy to have john gruden as the head coach of my team do you think this is an overhyped hire or do you think this is a this is something that can take the oakland raiders to the next level
4: no, it was a knee jerk reaction and it was an overhyped hire. Both of it. Like the knee jerk reaction was a lot of things went wrong for the Raiders this year, but a lot of things wasn't expected from the season before. You had injuries, you had poor play from your quarterback. You want to pin all that on Del Rio? I don't even think that's fair. I don't even think he's been there that long enough to to pin all of it on him. So, I think it's a knee jerk reaction for one. Two, John Gruden I think is a very overrated hire. I the best thing he's ever done is Monday Night Football, and he used oh, wow. to stay there. That's a let's talk about. The fact that the loss of Monday Night Football, I think that's the biggest thing. I think, that's the, I think that's the biggest role I want to fill over the weekend is just not the coaches. I want to know who's replacing a Monday Night Football because you're going to lose him. This is going to sound John crazy. Gruden, Go ahead. Go ahead, Go no, ahead with Gruden. I'll really, tell you who John, will replace him. John, John Gruden, 54% winning percentage, won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's roster, hasn't won a playoff game since 2013. John Gruden, is one of the most overrated hires. 2003, you mean, right? Not 2000. 2003, right, that 2003 yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, no, but
7: uh, look, he did win it with Tony Dungy's roster, but Tony Dungy couldn't do it, and he did it. Uh, you look at what he had with the quarterbacks, Gannon and Brad Johnson types. Gannon
6: won the MVP, Brad Johnson won a chip.
7: I get the pros and the cons here, mm-hmm. but, you know, Oakland's a place he wanted to go. It was one of the places. The Tampa Bay was.
4: Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be terrible, I'm just saying it's a very overrated hire.
7: One of, one of the names I thought we'd hear more about this year was Todd Haley. Really Nobody know. likes Todd Haley. I he's the most, he's has, the most hated
4: everything's, oh, yeah. The NFL is such a rehashed league. It's so aggravated. You look at all these rumored coaching hires across the league, and I'm not talking about the coordinators and stuff like that that haven't really had a chance yet. I'm talking about all these names getting pulled back in, like Haley and Shermer and all the rest of us. Like, like, how do we have what just happened with the Rams – and more teams not want to, like, look for that next I, young great mind. I, I agree with you, Jake. I think that's 100%. I want to I get back in here right quick because I want to bring
6: this in for fantasy purposes right quick. This is going to be the thinking. This is going to be group talk with John Gruden coming in. This is the year that Derek Carr breaks out. We just got uh, past this is the year that Derek Carr breaks out. <laughs> we, just, we just did. Just, this is the year Derek Carr breaks out. Now you bring John Gruden in, and it's going to be, Jake, this is the year Derek Carr breaks out.
4: It is going to be because he's the quarterback guru, and all those film sessions from the past couple of years that we keep watching in the mm-hmm. Gruden's corner, whatever that Gruden's quarterback room, whatever mm-hmm. he yells at the players on the other side of the table, you know. But then he ends up loving everybody. He loves it. He <laughs> does, like, you know, you can be the most awful quarterback ever, and then oh, I still love this guy. So you know, I think if you look at what he's supposed to do, you hope Derek Carr could take that next step. The thing that I'm going to go down to is still fantasy purpose wise. Derek Carr could still take a next step forward and be one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL and still not that good in fantasy. That's a very real thing. It's the same reason I haven't been on Derek Carr his entire career for fantasy purposes. He's a good NFL quarterback. He's just not good when it comes to fantasy. Not every quarterback is going to translate on both sides of the ball, So, or both aspects of the game, I should say. So if you look at Derek Carr, maybe he can, but you're also getting rid of Michael Crabtree. Let's, let's leave that void out there and see what's gonna replace that, because that's a huge loss.
6: Michael Crabtree would be a Dallas Cowboy. Mark that. Um, <laughs>
7: Yeah, you know what, I, I do think they need they need more of, they have like a Des Bryant to fill that kind yeah. of role. I think they need that game-breaking speed. But another name I haven't really heard too, what about Frank Reich?
6: No, I think Frank That's Reich, a, we're going, I'm going to get get to, to some of these names out there also. Guys like a Frank Reich, guys like, I don't think Brian Leftwich time is yet, but I do think Brian Leftwich will be pushing to an offensive coordinator role. But as far as Derek Carr, Matt, are you going to buy into the narrative, John Gruden in town, Derek Carr breakout is coming?
7: I, I look I don't know if he has to have the what, what's the Derek Carr breakout? Five thousand yards and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's More Denny, but, I think he, had a playoffs. I think he's a good NFL quarterback. He, they had a bad year. It, it it was just it was terrible. Amari Cooper didn't uh take a step forward neither. Crabtree, who they're parting ways from Crabtree. Yeah, so, so Crabtree party's over. Yeah, there was you know definitely something going on there. It just seemed like this was a dis- dysfunctional team. Uh, and that's I think that's more of the reason why Del Rio got
6: fired and stuff But I'm not giving up on on an NFL level. I'm not giving up on Derek Carr. Okay I think the Del Rio thing I think with John Gruden saying he would come back I think that is Important and I think that's kind of what pushed Del Rio out number one number two right. t- number two the national anthem thing and not getting that team Bringing Marshawn Lynch in there, the National Anthem thing. Mike Tomlin fixed it in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin got in there and was like, okay, we're going to stop this right now. And he fixed it. Jack Del Rio did not fix it in in, in um in Oakland. And the Lynch distraction, I think, all led to the demise of Del Rio, Jake. So, uh, secondary. I'll, I'll, I'll,
4: I'll, I, it's, I'd say tertiary. I'd go way okay. down the list before I think that got involved. Because there's teams out there that had the same thing. There's teams that still had people towards the end of the season taking a knee. It was only two or three players, but that's obviously not – a complete roster on the same page. So you know, I think there's a lot of teams you can make that for. I think what you said at the very beginning, that's the key here. It was, we can go get Gruden. Sorry, Jack Del Rio, you're gone. And it's like similar to like a lot of things. If you could say, hey, I'm going to go get the, the the Ferrari and yeah, I can get rid of my dodge dart yeah. i'm gonna do it like i think and that and i'm not saying i still think it's an overrated hire but that's the appeal of what the raiders are looking at is like we can go get this esteemed really great coach and uh, sorry jack you're you're gone
7: it's kind of like what brad pitt did with uh, jennifer Anderson. he said angelina jolie
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> sorry
6: Yikes, that's what how that's kinda how it goes. Sometimes, listen, sometimes it just happens. And listen, I've been on the other side of that. So you know what I mean? It is what it is. So you go ahead, Jack Del Rio. I'm quite sure in the mediocrity cycle that is the NFL, you work your way back. As far as the broadcast goes, this is no no programmer is bold enough to do this, but the perfect person to replace John Gruden in the Monday Night Football booth. Because Monday Night Football is a show. Monday night football is entertainment. I would hire Charles Barkley. <laughs> I, I, I think like, what, what
7: you're trying to do there is like when they hired, who, who's the comedian?
4: Uh, Miller, right? Yeah. Miller. Dennis, who, Miller. Who, who Dennis I, Miller. I like
6: Dennis
7: Miller, but he wasn't.
4: Yeah.
7: But I'm no, saying, why not? He because done. he was
4: talking about like the kids at the Algonquin kids table. Blah, 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 blah. Like, what the hell are you
7: talking about, Dennis? I, I do love Barkley. I, look, the Gruden thing with me is, like you said, he loved every...
2: You want to create... John Gruden loved everybody. Why is that a bad thing? Can't we spread love? Love? we got to take a quick break, and then we'll love to get back here. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on the real world. I play the oboe, and I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at dkms.org.
8: <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, <laughs> a hero who plays the oboe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sicade and we get back to the guys' of fantasy football frenzy talking about you know who the great you know who would be the guy that I think has to be worthy of consideration would be Peyton Manning for that Monday night uh, football situation. He's got his little commercials, he's got a little thing. Peyton Manning would be the guy that I think that could uh take over in the Monday night situation and here are the fantasy football frenzy
7: the comedian uh miller right
4: yeah, miller. yeah. Dennis, miller. Well, dennis miller i like
7: dennis miller but he wasn't
4: yeah but i'm no, saying why not he because out. he was talking about like the kids at the Algonquin kids table and like what the hell are you talking about Dennis?
7: <laughs> I-, I do love barkley i look the gruden thing with me is like you said he loved everybody, yeah. and it was just like he was becoming more of a, like a, a character to me. And then he's got these Hooters and these coro- Corona commercials. That
6: we, it was time for him to get It was time him to get back to football. John Gruden, no hey, doubt about it, is a celebrity. I tell
4: you the option. Here's the real one. I, I'm dead serious when I say this too. Jay Cutler, Monday Night Football.
6: Oh, that would be that 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 would be interesting. I, I just want to—he has to smoke while he's doing it. The- <laughs> <laughs> that would be like fantastic. Tony Romo likely locked into his deal. I don't think Rex Ryan is ready for Monday Night Football oh, yet. No. Bill's Bill's Sweet. mafia would not like ready. that.
4: Ready? There's this, no, he's not ready for anything. I don't yeah. listen to him drawing on anymore.
6: <laughs> Can we bring back
4: uh, John uh, Madden? Uh, what about, what about Mike like
7: Francesa? <laughs> what about the Pope, Mike Francesa, going to the booth?
6: Oh, <laughs> Mike Fran- I don't think Mike Francesa lasts <laughs> last in the booth. He worked too hard on the radio all of the years to take a job going Get across the country, yeah, going across the country, working on Monday night. You know, Mike Francesa.
7: <laughs> I don't
6: think that's going to happen. So having a good time doing this, talking with you. So we got the Gruden thing out the way. There's other NFL jobs that's uh, open also. And uh, one gentleman I think did not deserve to be fired is the former head coach of the Detroit Lions, Jim Caldwell. See if he gets right back into the NFL this year. It's going to be interesting. Break down this Lions job. Talk about some of these names of these coaches that's going to be talked about over the next couple weeks. It's the fantasy football frenzy.
2: Come back. I I agree. Caldwell. I don't know what the heck there. Uh, the guy's seven games over 500. If you look at Detroit, that's never been good. And um, it looks like a GM just wanted to hire his own guy, and that happens. Here are the guys, fantasy football friends.
6: Ted Finn expires at the end of the season, towards the end of the year. Um, all the Goon Squad, everybody in the YouTube chat, I want 100% thumbs up in the YouTube chat for Ted Finn Jr. Everybody who enjoyed uh, Ted Finn, watching him swim around that dirty-ass water, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for the past 17 weeks. I want 100% thumbs up in the YouTube chat for the homie Ted Finn Jr. Let's go ahead and get that rocking. 844 you want to give a verbal shout-out to Ted Finn Jr. We got you covered on the phone lines also. So once again, and today we do it in memoriam of one Ted Finn Jr., um, yeah, and we're, and we're also launching into an investigation. Bill's Mafia at the center of the investigation. Uh, so if, maybe Bill's Mafia oh, got a little bit too to carried say, away.
7: I'm, I'm now cherishing the, the six hours I had on Sunday with uh, Ted Finn. I was one of the last people, not the last person. Yes. here.
6: And like I said, Notice we, he put that in we, there. I we, wasn't the last person for we the, did when share the investigators bond. come. We did both yeah. freeze here on Sunday. So. <laughs> One hundred percent thumbs up in the YouTube chat for the homie Ted Finn. Jake, I don't think Jim Caldwell deserved to be fired. Record with the Lions, seven game over five hundred. Did not have a running back, lost Calvin Johnson unexpectedly. Uh Jim Caldwell deserved one more year. You disagree?
4: 100% disagree. He, he needed to go, and yesterday was proof why, because all of a sudden you play free, you let uh, the open, Jim Bob Cooter open up the playbook and run some of the things they did yesterday. Golden Tate has one of the best games of the season. You're running plays that are Trick, Not even super trick plays, just like little change-up plays to throw the defense off. Yesterday was one of the best games that the Lions have looked over the entire season. I know you're going to say, oh, well, it's Week 17. Nobody really cares at that point. But you saw what the offense could do when you just let it open up and let Cooter do, do what he does. Jim Caldwell was a drag on this team, and I don't care about the running back situation. He was a drag on this team for years. He needed to go.
7: The the most important thing about Week 17 and what, what uh, coaches need to watch the tape on is, Look what you do in Week 17 when everybody, like Jay, says they're, they're, they're free. They go for it on fourth and three, fourth and two. And, you know, at some point we have to, like the Eagles are the one team that started doing it this season. More teams need to start. If it's fourth and two and you're like around midfield, just over, say, you're in the opponent's territory, go for it. I mean, a lot of these teams, I think that needs to start becoming more of the new norm in the NFL.
6: Do you think the head coach... The um, do you think the obviously ag- aggressive play the football gods love that when, number one? Do you think the guy to take over in Detroit is already in Detroit? Matt, is it uh, Cooter? Is it um, I always mess. I always mess well, the dude name up. Terrell Austin. What's his name? Jake. Oh, I mean Jim Bob. I guess that's the defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, what's his name? Terrell. Is it, is it Austin Terrell or Terrell Austin? Terrell Austin. Terrell Austin. Do you think that guy is in the on? Is on the, is, is, Stafford. Is the... Stafford loves Cooter. Yeah, he said it yesterday.
7: I mean, we talked about it on Roto Experts. How if I'm like Josh McDaniels, this job would really be intriguing to me. I'd want to go there, having the Matthew Stafford in place, having you know Golden Tate, Marvin Jones Jr. You can get a running back in this draft via free agency, whatever, and just build on your defense. Hire a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you well, know, got you, the guys there you, already, yeah. I mean, so, but maybe maybe that guy feels okay. or yeah. something like that. But Cooter wouldn't make sense to me. Obviously, I would think that, you know, he would get an interview, but it doesn't sound
6: that way. Well, you think about yeah, it? Yeah, it, it seems like Cooter should get an interview. It seems like um, Austin will likely get it. Austin, Austin probably been interviewed. Austin will likely get an interview also, Jake. But do you see the Lions going outside the organization to make this hire?
4: I don't know enough about the Lions front mm-hmm. office to be able to sit. I don't know what they like to do. And if you want to say that Cooter gets his chance or Austin gets his chance to stay with the team, there's already been teams requesting to talk to Austin. So they might have other teams to deal with that for that fact. But Cooter hasn't even been rumbled so far. I mean, the, the Lions every single day, yesterday, all day, and then this morning too, names that are circulating through of who they're asking to talk to. So at least as of right now, it doesn't seem like either one of them are considered to be in, in-house candidates.
7: Well, real quick who does Jake's friend, the Lions fan, want as? Oh yeah, coach? that's
6: interesting. That's good. a good question, man. Who are your Lions you fan? Want to text want? him and ask? Yeah, no, send, I'll text
4: him and ask. How yeah, about send that? Send him a text yeah, and ask him. That? That's a good thing. That's good thing. Yeah, look, who do you want
6: to coach the Lions? I'll do it right now. Yeah, send him a text and see oh, what he says. I would like to hear it from a, a fan's point of view. Also, ask him if you think Caldwell should have been fired, but <laughs> maybe it's just me on that. Oh, no, he's no hundred.
4: He's hundred percent with me on that one. Yeah, okay, you, you like, have he, been he carrying the water
6: for, for yeah. close. the Lions. Is coach is seven uh, games and over five hundred. That's impressive to be the Lions coach. Went to the playoffs back to back years. When
7: you when you put it in that, yeah,
6: that's a, that's a tough. That's
7: a tough. I do want to see who they replace him with. If they yeah. replace him with somebody that's like eh, then he should. Yeah, they
6: if they go and they bring in Jeff Fisher. I would be like, what the hell yeah, are the Lions doing? So, <laughs> what is the percentage? That we're betting Fisher again. I think some team is going to hardest Ken. It that'd be crazy if some team bring Jeff Fisher in with all of these um interesting candidates out there coming up the coaching rankings, like we mentioned earlier. Look at the Rams, the home run that they hit. To keep recycling mediocrity is one thing. Put a name out there, Matt, that I do think could be a guy that could turn around and something quick if he has the right pieces is Pat Shermer, which that's also recycling. We've seen Shermer before, yep. but I think that Shermer is I, Sher- I, Shermer might be the number one guy on the market this year.
7: If you're a team, is it too early for the floor? Has you not have I mean, say if you got the floor
6: and a Jim Schwartz to be the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't want Jim Schwartz in my team. No, my, I got my his answer
4: by the way. What do he say? He said he wants Matt Patricia and to keep uh, Cooter. Oh, keep Cooter and bring Matt Patricia well, in.
7: I, I got to assume if Cooter
6: is going to stay, he's getting yeah. in a substantial raise. Yeah, no doubt. He's if, if he's not going to be the head, yeah, he's getting passed over to be the head
4: coach. So. Well, that's the thing. You know, I don't know, because Cooter's not being ruined. Like, nobody's asked to talk to him yet.
6: Maybe the Lions is going to wrap him up.
4: Maybe. Then, or just, maybe just people don't think he's got enough of a pedigree yet. Because, you, of, like you said, maybe they're running game.
6: You think this Matt Patricia idea is going to work? Because the Patriots coordinators patricia and mcdaniel seem to be the hot names if i had they to go one give me mcdaniels over patricia i don't really know too much about patricia yet what do you think
4: i would too Well, here's the thing with like so one of patricia deserves a lot of credit for what he's been able to do with that defense and how good it's been playing the second half despite what do they have they don't have much in that defense so credit to him that's the reason he's out there and that's the reason he's in the conversation with other people the second part of it though is if you look at the history of coordinators leaving the patriots it's a very small amount of people that have success. I mean, look at the last two. The same time we've had two go out the window, Cronell and yep. Charlie Weiss both left Yikes. the exact same time. That was the last time this happened where both went out the window and both of them were failures.
6: Miserable, miserable failures. You're a genius. <laughs> <Good point. Yeah. laughs> that didn't Another really one. work too well either. <laughs> Matt, if you know, you're a Buffalo Bills fan. besides yeah. the Bills mafia, I just wish that game was home for them this weekend. Um... If you had your choice of any one of these coaches on the market to to not ruin to run your franchise (laughs) for the next few years, give it a shot. Which one would you think is most intriguing? Me myself personally, I like I do like the idea of Shermer, and I like the idea of the OC um, in Philadelphia that used to be your coach.
7: Yeah, I'd want to. I want an offensive mind. I'd want to interview Reich Cooter. I would definitely want to interview as well. I think he deserves at least an interview. Uh, if you want to say Shermer, I'll bring him in. I, I, I want to go more of, a, more of a younger type guy. I'm trying to think who there's another guy. It's, even LaFleur, mm-hmm. I'd want to at least interview him and see how he comes across. So uh, that's what I'm going to try and do. That's the route I'm going to try and go. I wanted an offensive guy. I've seen the Bills, we had Rex Ryan. The Bills always have a good defense, and you can get a def- good defensive coordinator. I I just think they've always
6: been late to the dance on the offensive side. Jake, when you look at a situation that your team is in with the New York Giants, um, they have to make a coaching move. They're going to make their decision. They've already got their general manager in place. What do you think? What do you want the New York Giants to do? And what do you think the New York Giants are going to do?
4: I want the Giants to go out there and make an inspired choice, but they they didn't do that with the GM, so I don't know if they're going to do it with the head coach because this is your chance. See, we talked about during on Target, and Joe and I were saying they're playing with house money right now. If anything goes wrong, and this is the point that I made, if anything goes wrong and they have to redo this entire thing in three years, There's built-in excuses right now. There's built-in excuses of the contract situation and what to do with Eli Manning Odell Beckham and the cancerous situation with their cornerbacks and Eli at like the the clubhouse is a mess and all this other type of stuff. So there's built-in excuses. If it doesn't happen, you'd be like, all right, it didn't work, but there was a lot that that guy had to deal with. So... That's one of the reasons I was hoping for an inspired GM choice. I hope they do the same thing with a coach. I'd like to see them go after one of these younger guys that'll start to be impressive. But everything you're reading about gentlemen, and the front office from the New York Giants is they want somebody with a pedigree. They've already said they're not going to make the same mistake that they did with McAdoo. So you're looking at somebody that needs some type of either been a head coach or has been in a coordinator for a very long time with a lot of success. So that's why I think they're actually going to go more the route of the other names, the bigger names that you're hearing. McDaniels, maybe not Patricia. And then all the other ones that are being circulated around. So I, I'm not super excited about what the potential is going to be out there. Mm-hmm.
2: Jay, it's sad when you're going to have a coaching change and you're not excited about it. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name's Tony Sinkata, and we're going to be back in just a moment. So don't go anywhere. Get yourself fired up. We're talking football for the next hour. Yeah, baby. Fantasy Football Rewind. More after this.
1: Muscle Maker Grill is made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season.
8: Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg! Drinks on Greg! Drinks on Greg! With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the Fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young. For some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there, don't get your fantasy from boring
3: people. Yeah, this is the fantasy football best friends forever.
8: Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page.
2: Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincada. We are here for the next two hours talking fantasy football, NFL football, coaching changes, and anything to do associated with... With football. Looks like speaking on Tuesday, Broncos GM John Elway said the executive Gary Kubiak is going to have a hand in both the draft and free agency. We're going to enlarge Gary's role on the personal side. He's going to be involved in free agency as well as the draft. Kubiak was an advisor for the 2017 season but largely stayed away from the team. Now he's agreed to help Elway and try to snap his prolonged personal slump. It's not a role Kubiak has had in the past, but his presence should be a positive. John Gruden also has admitted he's talking to the Raiders. Oh, no way, John. Thanks for clearing that up. My understanding is they're interviewing candidates this week. They're going to let everybody know sometime early next week whether or not they've made a decision, Gruden said. I think I'm going to be considered yes. I hope I'm a candidate. Gruden is talking circles, man. According to San Jose Gary News, the Raiders need to pretend to comply with the Rooney Rule, interview a minority candidate, and hey, Gruden's got a game to call this weekend. And the Broncos have retained offensive coordinator Bill Musgrave for 2018. And Philadelphia Eagles head coach Doug Peterson, according to Ian Rappaport, is not waffling on the quarterback. My guys, Nick Foles, end of story person made some waves when he left the door open to bench and falls in the playoffs saying if you're in desperation mode who knows Peterson quickly clarified himself as of the press conference however we'll almost certainly ride or die with falls in the postseason Nate Sudfield is the only other quarterback on the roster you're listening to fantasy football Rewind. to come break click break come back with more right here on the fantasy sports radio network